Thanks for listening to The Red Treehouse, where I tell scary stories to keep you up at night. You can listen to The Red Treehouse on your favorite streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe. Oh, and leave us a five-star review. There are few things more comforting than laying down in bed and getting a good night's sleep after a long day. The feel of a cool pillow, warm comforter, and a few hours of restful sleep are enough to bring a smile to anyone's face. Imagine yourself crawling into bed, pulling the covers up, and closing your eyes. Sounds terrific, doesn't it? Truly, though, there are few things more horrifying than laying down in bed and being unable to move or speak. You're awake, but you're pinned to the mattress. You can move your eyes and you can breathe, but it feels like your chest is being pressed on by a powerful, unseen force. Sounds terrifying, doesn't it? The medical community considers sleep paralysis a natural phenomenon, with estimates as high as 50% of people experiencing it at some point in their life. It seems like an open and shut situation, and hardly a topic for this podcast. Yet, many people who have experienced sleep paralysis consider it anything but normal or natural. In fact, many consider it paranormal and supernatural. Because while the medical community acknowledges many people have alleged hallucinations, others claim to experience a spiritual, even demonic presence. So which is it? Is sleep paralysis normal or paranormal? Natural or supernatural? I'll present the cases. You come to your own conclusion. I'm your host, Will. Welcome to the Red Treehouse. We'll start our episode with the medical explanation of sleep paralysis. The Cleveland Clinic defines sleep paralysis as muscle atonia, or reduced muscle tone in the body during REM sleep. A Time Magazine article dated March 3, 2023, offers a helpful explanation of sleep paralysis. Quote, sleep paralysis occurs at the transition between wakefulness and REM sleep. During this stage of sleep, you have crisp, lifelike dreams. To prevent you from acting out these dreams and hurting yourself, your brain temporarily paralyzes your entire body. This transition is tightly controlled by chemicals that tilt you between sleep and wakefulness." End quote. When a person is awakened while in this stage of sleep, they may regain consciousness, but not control over their body. During a sleep paralysis episode, an individual is aware of their surroundings and can move their eyes and breathe. However, they cannot move or speak. These episodes can last anywhere from a few seconds to a few minutes. And aside from those I've already mentioned, 
Additional sleep paralysis episodes include feeling a sense of suffocation, fear, panic, helplessness, and tightening around your throat. In some cases, individuals experiencing sleep paralysis may hear sounds such as voices, humming, or whispering around them. One may feel as if they're being dragged out of bed or floating, numbness, and tingling feelings running throughout their body. In other cases, one may feel the presence of a dark, scary figure in the room. Medical professionals call these auditory and visual hallucinations sleep demons. According to the Sleep Foundation, sleep paralysis is considered parasomnia, abnormal behaviors during sleep. The causes of sleep paralysis are unknown, and studies have been inconclusive, though high levels of stress and sleep deprivation are thought to be contributing factors. Though a relatively common issue, there is not much a person can do to prevent sleep paralysis. About 5% of people experience sleep paralysis regularly, though it is not considered dangerous or life-threatening. Something interesting about sleep paralysis, it's a universal phenomenon across the globe. But the experience is understood differently by different cultures. In Mexico, sleep paralysis is believed to be caused by the spirit of a dead person. It is thought the intense chest pressure is due to the ghost laying down on top of the person. They call this subirse el muerto, or dead person on you. In South Korea, sleep paralysis is likewise associated with a ghost or spirit lying on top of the person. A Korean friend described this as, quote, sleep paralysis demons are comfort buddies, end quote. In Egypt, sleep paralysis is thought to be caused by a jinn, a creature that terrorizes a sleeping person and sometimes kills them. In Italy, sleep paralysis is considered an assault by a malevolent witch. In Nigeria, sleep paralysis is explained as, quote, the devil on your back, end quote. You can see how different cultures understand and explain sleep paralysis uniquely. And while the medical community offers the science behind the physical aspects of the phenomenon, it's largely inconclusive on the seemingly paranormal aspects of sleep paralysis. And truly, even if there were a satisfying answer, there isn't much science can do experientially. Feeling pressure on one's chest or around one's throat is scary enough, but seeing a shadow figure or ghost on top of you is downright terrifying. And even if you logically know you aren't in danger of physical harm or death, it feels as though you are. And sometimes the perceived threat of harm is far scarier. There are testimonials of people who claimed to see ghosts, hooded figures, animal-human hybrids, black figures with red eyes, faces staring at them laughing or screaming, a smiling old lady, spectral dogs, black-eyed children, or family members with ghosts lurking over their shoulders. Some people claimed hearing strange voices in the room, or listening to a podcast and hearing the host's voice change into something demonic, and watching humanoid figures crawl along the ceiling and reach down for them. Oh, 
and it's also thought that alien abductions may actually be a person experiencing sleep paralysis. I've mentioned sleep paralysis is considered a normal phenomenon. Now, let's hear from some folks who have experienced it. Reddit user King Colin posted, quote, I used to have sleep paralysis on a monthly basis. Most of the incidents were basically the same. I'd be sleeping on my back, and I could see the room but couldn't move my eyes. Usually, dark figures would appear in the peripheral of my vision. The figures would terrify me. I had to scream myself awake. Usually started as a low growl and developed into a scream. My significant other could testify to this, but a few occasions stand out. Once, I had a dark figure whisper into my ear. It was some sort of nursery rhyme. The craziest part of it is that it was in mono. I could only hear it in the ear that was being whispered into. The scariest was I was surrounded by dark figures and they were stabbing me in the abdomen. The pain was so intense. I went to the hospital that morning because my appendix had burst." End quote. Reddit user Responsible Poem 516 posted, Recently, I had a sleep paralysis episode at around 2.20 a.m., and it was fairly normal. I'm usually able to logic myself out of the fear at this point of 30 years in, so I was not anxious and was just riding it out, trying to wiggle my toes and twitch my face, jerk my neck, all the usual methods. However, when I finally broke out of it and was attempting to get my bearings, I only then began to hallucinate. I am not prone to seeing things in daily life, so this was odd. I saw a man of average height and muscular build, standing, backlit and swathed in shadow, in front of my white curtains. He had a white hood, much like the Grim Reaper, that was catching the light from one side. I couldn't make out the rest of what he was wearing, but I could see that it was gory and sinewy. He was surrounded by a weird white substance that sort of flowed and orbited slowly around him. It also could have been several swaths of white fabric, like silk. After about 40 seconds, he faded away." End quote. I'll close today's episode by sharing my own experience with sleep paralysis. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it sticks with me. The occurrence I'm about to share happened over 15 years ago, but was easily the most terrifying. I'll try to recall it as best I can. When my wife and I were engaged, I spent most weekends at her parents' house. At the time, we were planning our wedding while living in two different states about four hours apart. One weekend, her younger sister had some friends over, and we were all watching a movie downstairs. After everyone left, I put on another movie and quickly fell asleep on the couch. A few hours later, I remember hearing someone come down the stairs and turn off the television, which by that point was looping the DVD title screen. The memory is a notoriously tricky thing, but I remember saying, thanks. I could be wrong about speaking, but I know for certain what I heard next. Laughter. I was quickly overwhelmed by fear. I tried to move but couldn't, 
I tried to talk, but couldn't. And suddenly, I was pinned to the couch by an unseen and powerful force. I panicked, and I could hear myself groaning as I struggled to sit up. Then, just as suddenly as I felt pinned, I was let go. I quickly looked around, but no one was there. I ran up the stairs to wake up my fiance and let her know what happened. I was panicked, and by the time I made it up the stairs, I was sweating profusely. I explained to her as best I could that I thought her sister and her friends might have been playing a prank on me. Within a few minutes, my breathing returned to normal, just in time to hear the garage door opening and closing. It was my fiance's sister, returning home from being out with those same friends we'd watched a movie with earlier. She hadn't been home in hours, and it wasn't her who turned off the television and scared the hell out of me. The debate about sleep paralysis may continue indefinitely. After all, it's already been going on for centuries. We may never have conclusive proof one way or the other, but we can be certain of one thing. Sleep paralysis is terrifying. It still leaves us with these questions. Is sleep paralysis natural or supernatural? Is it normal or paranormal? I've presented the cases. Now it's up to you to decide. I'm your host, Will. Thanks for joining me in the Red Treehouse.